Yo, what is up, guys? Really excited to be uh, kind of chatting through this podcast. I, I think there's going to be a ton of value add, not only in terms of kind of covering the things that I'm working through right now, but really just giving you some tidbits of what I'm working on and how either you could play that into your own life, whether it be financially or just trying to expand on your side hustle or business. Um, really excited to dive into these kind of five key aspects that I want to focus in on. I, I think these areas are where I'm still learning and trying to really discipline myself to to focus on these more uh, as they come bigger priorities down the line um, and really make those my base in terms of getting a full understanding of before I get into a situation where I don't have the knowledge that I need um, or able to kind of make my own decisions based on what I want to do rather than what I'm told needs to be done. So really excited again, get into this. Let's do it. Awesome guys. So really the five key areas of, you know, my finances that I'm really focusing in on, um, are health taxes, diversification, business, and leveraging other people. And I know that last one we're going to kind of hit on real in depth because how does that relate to, you know, your financial success, right? Like there, there's a couple key areas that I want to bring up. And this is something like I mentioned that I'm still exploring. So really excited to dive deep into each of these and kind of cover where I'm exploring within each of these focuses, right? So just right off the bat, the first one that I'm looking into is health, right? Um, you know, most of us with our employers have some type of health insurance that they're able to provide um, as a W-2 employer and really allowing you to feel you know covered and insured on that end of the aspect. But where I'm thinking long term is, you know, once you retire, you're not going to have that coverage, right? You may be able to have Medicare, Medicaid, if you know that is the case. I think they got rid of one of them. I'm, I'm not kind of caught up in that aspect of it. But um, I, I understand that, you know, that money being spent on healthcare at such a crucial time where most likely healthcare is going to play the biggest part in your life is either going to come out of your pocket or be dependent on someone else, whether that be family or the government. So having kind of control later down the line is so important and setting up these financial boundaries right off the bat, even if it's just a couple dollars a month into the platform that I'm going to bring up can go a long way later down the line when you do need that money and, and really playing that role of, you know, allowing for you to have the control that you want and not um, kind of feel stressed, you know, living your entire life and then getting to that point where now you need money and when, where you have to pull it out, whether that be your 401k or um, some other asset, um, you're now turning that into a liability because it's going towards your health and not towards, you know, your actual lifestyle. It's it's paying for you to essentially go back to the workforce because that's what's going to happen if you have to use all of your you know funds to to get your health back on par and then go back to work to, you know, live your lifestyle. So where I'm focusing in on is called an HSA. That is a health savings account. And kind of the main area uh, or the main reasoning of why I'm looking into this, right, is 
you know, you're, oh, there's, there's just a ton of benefits. And, and I've listened to several podcasts that have kind of covered everything as far as kind of the high level details. But I think kind of the reasoning of why I want to look into them is because they've been known as, you know, the main, like the, the, the best investment strategy as you know, you can put forward. And the reasoning behind that is because when you put funds into this account, right, it's made for healthcare, but you can invest these funds that you put in there. So if you put $25 into your health savings account, you can invest that on the back end. And then let's say you want to make a, a purchase in the sense that you're going to a doctor's office and you need to pay. Um, you're able to pull out of that account. But where you can really leverage this is that if you keep that receipt for the entire time, so let's say it's $100 for the, the doctor's visit and you just pay that out of pocket, you don't use your HSA money because it's invested, you can then at any point in time down the line pull that money out at a later date as long as you have that receipt. Um, and that is from my understanding. So I'm, I'm still diving into this. I want to learn a lot more about kind of how I can further leverage this and, and really put my money into. Um, I'm kind of just starting in small amounts right now. I'm, I'm putting like 25 bucks a paycheck just because I have both my parents' insurance and my, my work's insurance. Um, but it's something I'm looking into. I mean, if I can not only invest money but save it for my health later down the line, that's a huge benefit. I mean, that's something you're not going to think about until that situation comes up. But if you can plan ahead of time, just be a little bit prepared. I mean, I don't even know if it'd be able to cover all the costs of whatever happens, but I know it'd be able to defer some of that amount right off the bat if you have those funds available. The second area that I'm focusing in on is taxes. And you know, I was just doing some research just right now, just kind of looking into it deeper because this is such a big area of finances that, you know, we don't necessarily kind of focus in on. I mean, you know, I've mentioned the key areas at the forefront of everything, you know, tracking your spending, um, spending money consciously and just saving in general. Like those are the key areas right up front. But after the fact, you want to know how, how do I leverage taxes? I mean, I, I, I did a, like a little assessment on, you know, where is my money going in terms of my gross paycheck? And then after everything um, being filed for taxes and I, I was kind of surprised. I mean, I've, I've heard some numbers thrown, thrown around. I, I've never kind of fully dived into it until just recently. And just based off this assessment, I'm losing 20% of my paycheck to taxes. And that's because I'm in Texas right now, right? So if I'm in any other state, there's income state taxes or state income tax. And that's taking out even more money from what you're pulling in from your W-2 income. And so where I'm looking into is kind of how to leverage an LLC. And that's something I started with my family to, to really reduce my tax spend and, and see how I can ultimately not pay taxes. I mean, a lot of what I read and hear is that, you know, the rich and the wealthy are not paying taxes. I mean, you hear it in the news, so-and-so pays $0 in taxes, so-and-so, you know, doesn't pay any taxes. And while it may seem concerning to some, the reason is not because they're deferring those taxes, but because 
they're leveraging the system that's available to everyone within the United States. So if you're able to implement these same systems, and there's a ton that I'm still figuring out and that's super technical and sometimes I just frankly don't know what's going on. Uh, and I have to Google things. I mean, it's, it's, it's not easy by any means, but if I'm able to reduce my tax spend to zero and get to that point, I mean, that's literally where I want to be. So kind of just figuring out ways to leverage that not only for myself, but for my family as well. The third point is really diversification. And, you know, I've talked about this a little bit in previous episodes, but knowing how and where you want to put your money and why, right? We want to fill those buckets, uh, whether that be our 401k, our basic daily savings or emergency fund, um, and, you know, Roth IRA and, and filling those buckets. But those, you know, both your 401k and Roth IRA are in the stock market. So those are investments that are tied to the financial markets so really want to leverage other things. And I believe I've brought it up in the past, but I'm really focusing on real estate, um, trying to get in that through a platform called Fundrise. Um, it's really useful, super simple. I mean, you just put money in there, set your you know goal criteria of what you want to do, and they invest that money into properties that they find valuable and can turn it a profit. So I've been using that and then also looking at art. And not only do I just have a general fascination of art, but I think it can be super valuable as a long-term play um, for an investment. And the site that I've been using for that so far is Masterworks. Um, I was kind of skeptical in the beginning, just, you know, not hearing too many reviews and kind of only hearing about it through, you know, social media. Um, But I signed up for it. I'm going to kind of look into it and, and, you know, give you my feedback if, if anything kind of comes across. It looks like they have a ton of great paintings. I'm just here on the front page right now. Um, yeah, and they're, you know, mentioning that the, the returns are, you know, on par, if not better than the S&P 500, which is kind of the baseline for the general stock market. But this is another avenue that I can just add to my portfolio and have that in the background and, and just be able to kind of run with. I think that can be, add a ton of diversification to my my portfolio in general, along with that health savings account where I can also invest. The fourth area is business. And I know I brought this up on a number of other occasions of the, the real estate business that I'm starting with my family, but I also want to get more into wholesaling. And this is something I've been trying for a while. Uh, I think since my junior year of college, and I've heard about wholesaling and, and looked into it, but I think the mental block was thinking, you know, everybody's saying it's so easy. And then, you know, having to, I, I found a mentor for a while and I was working with him and it, it seemed like having the systems in place was such a key part in it. And I felt like that barrier to entry was pulling me back. And so now that I have a little bit of financial capital and runway, I feel like this is something that I can start digging my teeth into. Um, and just really discipline myself to, to go after. I think for a while it was kind of like, okay, I know people say they do it without money, but you know, in some aspect you're going to need funds to pay for gas or pay for some of the platforms that they're using that can be super crucial to that business as a whole. So 
um, trying to get that off the ground and, and just see what types of properties I can look at while also focusing in on real estate for myself and my family um, and seeing how we can leverage different aspects of our LLC to kind of form the base basis of our business, which is going to be a buy and hold, um, you know, rental investment company, I guess you can say from a broader aspect. Um, so yeah, that's a key area of focus right there. Um, lastly, and this is something I've just started getting into. Um, I'm kind of hard headed in the sense that I like to try and figure things out as much as possible. Um, not only because I just enjoy learning, but because I'm kind of like one of those people, I, I guess kind of anal in the sense that I want to, I, I want to have control or understand why things are happening and how certain aspects can play a part in whatever I'm trying to do. Um, and that's just leveraging other people. Um, you know, some people have so much more education than I do in, in specific aspects. So being able to leverage those um, individuals and, and institutions and just kind of share their information. And it's something you have to pay for. I mean, of course, you're not going to get a lot of information for free unless you take somebody out to eat or, you know, just set up a free consultation or something like that. But um, just having these types of conversations and seeing, okay, who can I leverage and where? And really where I'm looking at is both accountants, lawyers, title companies. I mean, that's kind of expected with real estate um, and then realtors. I think leveraging those people to kind of help find what you want and what you're looking for and what you need uh, is going to just help you a ton throughout that process. And if you can build a relationship with these people that will, you know, last for the time of, of your business or your just general estate, uh, I think you can find yourself in a really good situation and just being able to have that in your back pocket just for a person to turn to and, and know what's going on in the back end, you know, whether that be a contract or your tax uh, limitations um, or just kind of what's going on in, in the general market, uh, I think can be super valuable and, and is an aspect that I'm trying to leverage a lot more. Um, but in, in the same regard, I think you really need to vet the people that you're trying to work with. Because if it goes sour or the things that they're telling you aren't comparable to what's happening in the market, um, you could pay for um, that lack of knowledge, right? You could be paying five to ten or five hundred to fifteen hundred dollars more than you would have previously expected just because you didn't look for other resources, um, and that's that's on your own. That's doing your due diligence and just being kind of focused in on what do I need and how can I get that for the best price while building that same relationship? So those are the, the five key areas that I'm focusing in on. If you have any questions or um, are just kind of looking into these things, uh, you know, starting out, please feel free to like, let me know. I definitely want to like dive deeper into these conversations. I'm fully happy, like sharing everything that I do. Uh, I think where it gets a little hard for me is making sure that you feel comfortable and as an audience and individual, uh, you feel comfortable talking about these things. Uh, I will literally share everything as far as the numbers, what I, what I have going on in the back end. Um, but just want to make sure that you're okay doing the same. Um, and that's just so I can be helpful. I'm, I'm not going to share any of that information. I'm not going to be like, Hey, so-and-so 
it only has a hundred dollars saved in their bank account. Like that's not what this is about. This podcast is about utilizing me as a resource and being able to help get from point A to point B as far as being financially independent. Um, if, if that's something you're looking into or even just curious about, please feel free to message me. If you have my phone number and you're a personal friend, I'm literally a call or text or way. Um, if you're kind of just more interested on, on the other things that I'm looking into, uh, where you can find me is book of Eli V on Instagram. Um, give me a follow, always posting different things just on my body, mental health, um, kind of what I'm looking into as, you know, far as books that I'm reading, the workouts that I'm doing, and then just really where the focus lies within my own self. So happy to share, happy to dive deeper, would love to chat. So, um, thanks so much for listening guys. I really appreciate the time. Um, yeah, please leave a comment, leave a review. If you have any questions, please feel free to, to, to hit me up. Looking forward to it.